Patriots, and welcome to the Patriots Prayer Podcast, where truth matters. Now, ladies and gentlemen, hold on to your seats because we got a political roller coaster ride wilder than a squirrel on an espresso bench. The Democrats are in denial mode, claiming there's no evidence about, well, just about anything, really. But folks, let me tell you, it's like saying you didn't eat the last slice of pizza while you got cheese clinging to your face. There's no evidence, but we've got more SAR reports than you can shake a subpoena at. The president's got more shell companies than a kid beach bucket set, and they're not building sandcastles. They're building sketchy financial transactions. Even his grandchildren are getting in on the action, receiving money from foreign nations through the same shell company's grandpa's secret inheritance plan, perhaps. But wait, there's more. This president knows how to throw a White House party. And it's not your typical garden tea party. No, no, no. It's a topless trans party on the White House lawn. It's like Pride and Prejudice meets The Hangover. And let's not forget the crack pipes. Yes, folks, the crack pipes. Delivered straight to your mailbox. Move over, Amazon Prime. We have the White House Express. And when you thought it couldn't get any crazier, we find cocaine at the White House. I guess they're trying to spice up those cabinet meetings. Hey, pass me the salt. I mean cocaine. But wait, there's even more. The president has a knack for financial fibs. He's claimed he's never got money from Ukraine, Russia, or Romania. I mean, who needs cash when you've got a White House full of crack pipes, right? And let's not forget about his associates. They're dropping like flies. One or more, uh, accurately rather, uh, folks have been caught while their hands are in the cookie jar. Most of them are enjoying a free room and board vacation in prison, even in their home countries. It's like an international exchange program, but instead of culture, they're swapping prison stories. But the real Jedi mind trick here, my friends, is the liberal media chanting no evidence like it's their daily mantra. It's like trying to convince us that the moon is made of green cheese and some folks are actually falling for it. Maybe we should start selling them invisible handshakes. I hear that's a hot commodity these days. So buckle up, America. We're in for a wild ride with this president. This kid-sniffing, babysitter-diddling, handshaking master of mysterious and the absurd. Let's hope the truth comes out soon. And let's hope this impeachment inquiry leads to the impeachment of Biden 46. And we can close this chapter in American history for good and put a bow on it. Well, patriots, it doesn't end there. It doesn't end there with the debauchery. It doesn't end there with our cantankerous, old, sleepy, I, I you know, it, I, I really have nothing against old folks at all. Zero. I think everybody's on the same page when it comes to this guy. Everybody. It makes no sense at all for our country to be led by somebody who cannot remember what day it is. It's that simple. That simple. He makes some of the most questionable judgments you've ever seen in a president. And all the time we're asking, why does it seem like this guy can't make a good decision that benefits America? Well, I think we're getting ready to find out. But before we get into that, folks, before we get into that, 
you know, anytime we're going to talk about something that's a, a little less than moral, questionably, uh, it, 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 you know, anything that would have the integrity that would be in the negative realm below zero, <laughs> anything that puts the, uh, the ethics below the line of zero, right? Uh, we're talking about liberals. In most every damn case, I'm not saying that Republicans have a lack of morality. That's so far from the truth. But some of these damn things that we're finding out about, and some of these things that are happening, like the New York, uh, there's a guy running for uh, office in New York Senate, I, I believe, and he, and he uploaded porn to uh, like a Pornhub site or something. And now here we got another one. I mean, this is, the, the Democrats should just start a damn porn site. I mean, come on. Who would want to see Nancy Pelosi? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. These people are so abhorrent. I mean, questionable morals, questionable decisions, questionable laws, questionable ties to questionable countries, and questionable bank accounts. Right? That's who they are. They've never been anything but this. And, I mean, I was too, at one point, I was a Democrat. I was a Democrat. I grew up in Baltimore. I didn't know any different. Don't blame me for it. But here's the thing. I understand where they're coming from. Uh, the, the folks who are pro-Democrat, pro-liberal, pro-all of these things, they're coming from the stoop. They're coming from the stoop, and the conversation goes something like this. I'm owed something for nothing. They screwed us over. I hate the man. He owes me money. The Republicans won't pay me. So I'll vote for the Democrat. That's simple. Open a shut case. That's where 90% of all the votes for Democrats go, except for one thing. People are finally waking up and seeing that they don't need the Democrats. If they can stand on their own two feet, go get their own job, pull in their own money, raise their own family, they don't need the Democrats there to give them everything they need so they can take away everything they have. They can be upstanding citizens, completely independent without a helping hand from government. But they can't do it when the administration that's currently in office constantly does everything it can to shortchange the American public, to hurt the United States economy. Because they, it seems as though, it seems as though they want us dependent. They want us to rely on them for everything. Well, folks, these are the people in that party. Take a look at this. Take a look at this video. I, I can't make this up. This was. This just came out today, and uh, I mean, I, I can't believe it. Her name. Uh, uh, before we even get into it, her name is Suzanne Gibson, and I call this ep I call this clip rather. Uh, Suzanne is a freak. Listen. Candidate for delegate in the Virginia General Assembly performed a live sex video on the internet. Susanna Gibson is a Democrat running in a district just outside Richmond, and now she's responding. Ten on your sides, John Hood picks up the story from here. With less than eight weeks until Election Day, things are stirring up in Virginia's 57th House District race after videos of Democratic candidate Susanna Gibson have come to light of her having sex with her husband on a live website called Chatterbait. According to the Washington Post, who first reported the videos, in the live broadcasts that were recorded and put on another website, Gibson asked viewers for tips to perform certain acts. The post was tipped off by a Republican operative who has said to have had no ties to Republican candidate for the district, David Owen. In a statement, Gibson says in part, quote, First of all, folks, 
I don't, why in the hell he even had that line in there, I don't know. I mean, it, it, they make it out like, well, if a Republican tells on her because he's telling on her for the campaign of another Republican, it, it he acts like that that being your motive null, makes this null and void. And it no, by no means makes it null and void. We are not equal as parties, folks. And, and let me let me just put that out there. Let, I, I'm going to pause this for a second. I, I, I need to speak to this issue. We are not equal as a party. We're not equal with it when it comes to integrity. We're not equal when it comes to morality. We're not equal when it comes to family. We're not equal when it comes to God. Right? This is an absolute fact. We don't want to mutilate children. We don't want to feed them puberty blockers. We don't want men in the women's restroom. We don't want men in women's sports. We don't want pornography in our children's libraries. We don't want to send the FBI to spy on Catholic churches. We don't want to send the FBI to cut off your First Amendment right and spy on you at Twitter and censor you and shadow ban you. We don't want that. That's, that's the left who wants that. The left are the ones that say words are murder and violence and convict you of thought crimes. That's the left. The left doesn't want the parents making decisions for their children. They would rather be the one making it because they don't believe that you have the sense that God gave you to be able to make decisions to raise your children. That's why they termed you domestic terrorists. That's why they stand by as the trans community has committed two mass shootings within the same year. And yet we still haven't seen the manifesto from the Nashville shooter. And I don't think we will. Because I know it probably details the fact that they were targeting Christians and they don't want Christians talked about like a victim class. Because they know that if it comes out, about, comes out like that, what they'll have to do is they'll have to defend Christian churches against these people that want to do this harm to people just because they believe in God and have some standards. It's sad when it's that easy to see and you talk to people on a daily who don't see it they don't understand it goes right past them it's it's like they have a veil over their eyes and they're unable to see that they're brainwashed and they think that we're brainwashed you can show them evidence absolute clear-cut evidence of anything that you're saying they'll say the video's fake They'll say the publication is fake or lying, or they'll try to uh, uh, go at the credibility of the source from which you grab the information. But they in no way can actually talk about the issue or the information and still have a good answer. They have to change reality. It's, it's always been that way. It's always been that way. Let's get back to this, though. Suzanne is a freak. Remember, Suzanne Gibson here on Chatterbait doing sexual acts with her husband for tips online. Works at a hospital. So this is a lady who's a nurse at a hospital and making these kinds of decisions, doing this kind of stuff with her spare time. But it, it gets better than that because listen to what she says about the people who told on her for what she was doing. Listen to how she classifies them. It's amazing to me that this kind of a person who puts pornography, live pornography on the Internet for tips is willing to sit there and say that we're invading her privacy. Listen. Gibson says in part, quote, This is an illegal invasion of my privacy designed to humiliate me and my family. It won't intimidate me and it won't silence me. 
My political opponents and their Republican allies have proven they're willing to commit a sex crime to attack me and my family because there's no line they won't cross to silence women when they speak up. Yeah. She tried to make it about women's rights and, 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 and being a woman, calling it revenge porn. It's not what it is. He told on her, he brought to light, right? I don't want to make it sound like he snitched because there's a big difference between snitching and telling, and it's a, it's a huge difference. One, if I rob a bank with you and I commit the same crime you do, and then for a lighter or lesser sentence, I turn around and tell the police that, Hey, he did it, he planned it, and I was his accomplice, and, blah, and I get a lesser sentence. I'm a snitch. But if I'm the guy walking down the street, and I see you rob the bank, and I call the police to let them know, hey, the bank's being robbed, I'm telling on you. <laughs> There's a difference. There's a big difference. So uh, this lady, is calling it revenge porn, classifying it as an anti-woman thing, and all that, even though... She couldn't define what a woman is, most likely a fast. That's a fact. None of these people can. And, and they get offended when you ask the question anymore because they know they can't do it. So, uh, you know, the trigger thing is very popular. Scream, cry, call someone a racist, a homophobe, a transphobe, whatever it is. But please, whatever you do, don't answer the question. Because if you do and you talk about the issues, they'll have you. They'll have you. Republicans are tricky. They use these things. Um, facts. That's what it is. Facts. That's what they use. So, moving on. Kevin McCarthy introduces the impeachment investigation of Biden. And I, I really don't understand what the impeachment investigation or the inquiry is. Because I thought that's what Comer and Grassley and these guys were already doing. We already got the receipts. We know that the money was transferred from Rosemont Seneca, Alaska, Rob Walker, LLC. We know who got money from whom. Uh, we know that there are 20 shell companies. We know all this. So is the investigation just simply Comer and, and, and Jordan and these guys handing over their findings to another committee and then them moving forward? Because I don't think we need to reinvestigate the investigation that we've already investigated. I'm not going to say that again. But... That's really what it is. We know what we know now. This is not conjecture. We, these are absolute facts. So when the, when, the, when the media likes to turn the no evidence, circumstantial, no, it's not circumstantial at all. It is absolute, and it's fact. Hell, he's even gone as far as snitching on himself on phone calls. I've played the phone calls on our podcast multiple times where he has detailed the fact that he doesn't want Trump to find out about the money he's going to be pouring into Ukraine or the fact that he threatened Poroshenko by saying his physical safety as well as his financial, uh, financial security would be at risk if he didn't do what he said by pushing the Pravat Bank to closure. And son of a bitch, he fired the prosecutor. And, oh, my favorite, Hunter, get the red cell phone and call Michelle and Barack and tell them, Operation Crash and Burn is a go. These people are sick, and the media is not on your side. When you're, when you're looking at these things on CNN, ABC, NBC, CBS, whoever it may be, right? Whoever it may be, realize that these people are not independent thinkers. That's why so many multiple networks are saying, there's no evidence. Why are they? There's there's no evidence. No, they they 
they, they knew because they all got their damn marching orders from their same place. And they're going to continue to say this no evidence thing. This is going to be their mantra because their little minions are going to pick up on it and continue to repeat it, right? This is, you know, without being conspiratorial, folks, this is literally right out of the pages of Project Mockingbird. There is no way in hell you're going to tell me that we had all those FBI agents working, ex-FBI and so forth, working at Twitter. Now, formerly known as Twitter, now X, right? They're, they're not working there now. But... If you're going to tell me that they went that far with Twitter, are you meaning to tell me that they didn't do the same with Facebook or the same with Google? Or if they would do it with all three of those, why wouldn't they do it with CNN, NBC, ABC, CBS, Fox? How far does it go? Where do the tentacles of our government reach into mainstream media and what are they controlling? This is the investigation we need to have. It's the biggest one. Because these are the guys that tell us what the truth is. Well, the truth they want us to know anyway. It's not actually the truth. As we found out over and over and over again, but no one's held accountable. Nobody. Obama got rid of the fairness doctrine when his administration uh, took over from the Bush administration. Now, for those of you who don't know what the fairness doctrine is, it went very simply like this. If you had a Republican or a conservative on your show and you were doing a reporting of any kind about any story, you had to have someone there in order to give the counterpoint. So you got both sides of the issue. And it kept things balanced and it kept a conversation going. You see, uh, we had uh, Hannity and Combs back then. There, there were some shows. Now we're, the, the, the Five now has uh, a, a liberal on, on, on their cast. And I noticed that the conversation, when it's, when there's both sides there, uh, you know, there's, there are some uh, compromises that can be met, issues that can be discussed. You can see how well these theories and these things that they say play out online or on TV right in front of you because the person arguing the counterpoint is right there. So you can't just openly lie and not be challenged. But you can today. You can today. And that's why we have a complete, like, off-the-chart, far-left, absolutely radical, socialist, Marxist, fascist left who take the pages right out of uh, uh, the Karl Marx manifesto or Salinsky's Rules for Radicals like Obama did and blame their opponents for what they actually are and what they're actually doing. Hell, Obama detailed the scheme all, to himself, all by himself uh, not long ago where he says all you got to do is put out enough disinformation to where people won't even know what the truth is. They tell on themselves if you just listen, folks. They tell on themselves if you just listen. Now, you, you would think that the Ukraine, Ukraine played a, an, an immense part in the, um, the, the impeachment hearings of, uh, of Donald Trump, right? However, they're going to play an even bigger part in the impeachment hearings of Joe Biden as well. Um, I, I'm going to detail some of this for you in the intricacies surrounding uh, President Joe Biden is Hun Sunner. Uh, there are alleged ties to Ukraine and other foreign entities with echoes from the past when then-President Donald Trump's call with Ukraine's President Zelensky sparked, sparked an impeachment saga. The focus now shifts to the Biden family, and Democrats claim Trump's abused, uh, Trump abused power while he firmly believed he was unveiling the Biden family corruption, which we now know to be true. Because that means 
that when Trump was on that phone call and he was speaking to Zelensky and he asked him to look into the matter, well, it turned out that the matter was absolutely true. So now uh, I don't see anyone going over and kissing Trump's ass or apologizing. No, they double down on the lie and they keep going. So the whole impeachment hearing was a hoax. And the thing that Donald Trump asked Zelensky to do was absolutely valid. But what you may not know is Zelensky worked for a gangster named Kolomoisky, who got him elected, who was also a, 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 a politician in Ukraine at the time. And he owned not only Pravat Holdings, which owned Pravat Energy, I mean, Pravat, excuse me, Burisma Holdings, which owned Burisma in, uh, Energy, where uh, Hunter worked or received, well, not worked, but literally he, he received $57,000 a month for uh, uh, being a figurehead in, in, in the Burisma Energy Company because Joe Biden was tagged in by Hunter. Hey, Dad, uh, need your help. These guys want the uh, company, Burisma, to be listed on the New York Stock Exchange, but we can't do it Why Shokin, the prosecutor, is over here investigating us for corruption. And what it's doing is putting our, 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 our payoff money in danger, right? So here goes dad over to the Ukraine, and you hear him sitting with Michael Carpenter in that video online where, uh, where it was on, on TV for everyone to see. We've all seen it many times. Son of a bitch, you fired the prosecutor. Michael Carpenter was sitting right next to him. He was also the guy who, works, uh, who runs the Penn Biden Institute and who, you know, they received tons of money from China for that as well, folks. You know, I, I'm not going to jump into all that, but I'm just going to detail or give you the outline of how crooked they actually are. And keep in mind, all these things that I'm telling you, your FBI, Secret Service, CIA, all of these guys know this and more about this guy. And yet he's still there. He's still in, he's still in office. So that tells you how corrupt our country is. So I love my country. I absolutely love my country. But when we sit here in this country and we criticize other third world countries and communist countries who jail their political opponents use their media as propaganda machines and, and, and take payoffs from foreign entities for political favors, we can no longer do that. As long as this administration is in power, and if they finish, if he completes his term, we haven't done our job as Americans. Because he stands for none of the things this country stands for. He has, he's done more for foreign countries and foreigners than he has for the United States. Tearing down the wall, selling scrap metal, telling you to take the gas stove out of your house, ending the Keystone Pipeline. Not visiting the people who were affected by the disaster that took place in East Palestine. And, and it just continues, folks. It just continues. It doesn't get any better than that as far as an explanation as to how corrupt, how immoral, how unethical, and have absolutely zero integrity. The guy's been telling the same lies to you guys for 48 years, and the media won't even call him on it. They won't even call him on it. He wasn't there in Selma. He didn't, he didn't take part in the, uh, in, in the civil rights marches. He didn't go see Mandela. I mean, come on, people. This guy is... I, He's Pinocchio, President Pinocchio, President Pinocchio. Now, Republicans are determined to shed light on what deems to be as an undeniable corruption scheme by the Biden administration. Among their concerns are the substantial sums of, uh, that Hunter Biden had received, and not only from Ukraine, but also from uh, figures like 
Elena, and I don't want to get this wrong, Bechurina, the wife of former Moscow mayor. Now, you remember because Trump called him out for it on the debate stage. Why did you receive $3.5 million from the mayor of Moscow's wife? That is a lie. Turns out it wasn't a lie, and he knew it when he said it. This is his integrity. This is his brand of ethics. He's a damn liar. He is a liar. What else is he lying about? This, these people are evil. These are not just bad people or people you disagree with politically. No, folks. They're anti-American grifters that are getting rich off of the back of you and me by selling us down the river for political favors to people like China, Ukraine, and Romania, and I'm sure many others. Many others. But you got to get rid of your gas stove. Absolutely. Get rid of your gas car. Drive around in some EV that only gets 300 miles before you have to charge it. And wait, it takes 40 minutes to charge. So don't go far. Don't go far. And, 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 and if you do and you end up at a charging station between here and California and you got five or six people in line, no, that's a, that's a good amount of time you're going to be sitting there waiting to charge your car. The electrical grid's not ready for it, but he's put a deadline on when all car companies must switch over to, complete, to completely to EVs. Well, folks, I have this little sink of suspicion it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's like this. If you rock the boat to the right, when it rocks back to the left, it's going to rock even harder. And when they do that, it's going to rock back to the right even harder until the boat flips upside down. Folks, we're nearing the time when the boat is getting ready to flip completely upside down. That's where we're at. Because when Trump finally gets back in office, and he will, when he finally gets back in office, the heads of these people are going to roll. The heads of these criminals and these liars. And above anyone else, and I don't, I don't want people to overlook this because they're figureheads. He needs to investigate the media. The media. Not these political pundits, but the people who are fueling them. So if the media can lie to the people and get them all worked up by telling them lies to make them uh, uh, push for a dishonest, unethical candidate by knowingly and willingly reporting lies, which they do, and they've been caught doing it multiple times, then we need to hold those people accountable because they are the source of the problem. They're the ones perpetuating it. So yes, you're going to say, he's going after the free press. No, he's not. It's not the free press. The free press would have America's interest at be best interest at heart. Not their political candidate. They would tell the truth. And right and wrong would mean more than right and left. So when we find someone that's lying, knowingly and willingly lying, and reporting it like truth, not what they think or what their opinion is, or prefacing things by saying, hey, this is a, a well-known conspiracy theory, but let's discuss it. Any one of those things. They report their conspiracy theories about Trump like their truth. And they ignore the entire other side. Absolutely ignore it. They were willing to talk about PP hoax tapes and all of this when it came to Trump. But when it came to all of these things about Biden, they absolutely ignored it. And they called it fantasy. They called it hyperbole. They called it anything but true, and they didn't talk about it. They hardly ever talked about it. Watch this uh, little video clip I'm going to play for you where they're constantly saying, hey, there's no evidence, there's no evidence. And then listen to the contrast 
of the people who say there are evidence. There's absolute evidence. What the hell are you talking about? Take a listen. At all. Thank you. They have no like evidence. Say it again. Yeah, they, they have no evidence. Archer did not provide any evidence connecting President Biden to his son's business dealing. He was aware of Hunter's business. He met with Hunter's business partners. He, I mean, you found a letter that, that illustrates that he knew me. In the, in the rear view, it's, uh, it's, a, it's an abuse of soft power, I'd say. Has any of them once provided evidence of what they are claiming? Well, not anything other than circumstantial evidence. The National Archives allegedly has 5,400 emails showing then-Vice <laughs> President Biden using phony names to communicate government information to his son, huh? Hunter. They don't appear to have direct evidence linking him to his son, Hunter. Republicans have no evidence. Can I just say evidence <laughs> of, of what? Records this is crazy. The National Archives show Hunter Biden's investment firm, Rosemont Seneca Partners, <laughs> exchanging more than... Sit down for this number. 1,000 emails with Joe Biden's office during his time as vice president. They complete in total lack of evidence. There is no evidence of any wrongdoing by President Biden. Archer revealed that the first son put then-Vice President Joe Biden on speakerphone more than 20 times during business meetings. I should point out. Now, it is important to keep in mind there's no evidence. No evidence. No actual evidence. No evidence. No, no evidence. evidence. They have yet to provide any hard evidence that the president himself has done anything wrong. So... No evidence, folks. None at all, right? The bank receipts aren't evidence. His business partner, Tony Bobolinsky, Devin Archer, they're not evidence. Gal Luft, the guy who was in business with uh, Biden as well and, and detailed the entire scheme, was coming here to be a whistleblower and report to the FBI. What do you think happened? The FBI didn't want to let him get here. They arrested him in Germany. On a layover. When Devin Archer was going to testify on Monday, they tried to draw up an arrest warrant for him on Saturday. But it wasn't until he declared the fact that he was going to testify that they swore out the arrest warrant. Folks, they're hiding in plain sight. They're, they're actually not even hiding anything. They're not hiding it. They're openly ignorant. They're openly evil. They're openly Marxist, openly communist, openly socialist. And I want to say this, and I want to state this clearly for anybody, any waterhead listening that doesn't get it. Socialism and communism are sedition. They, they are sedition in the United States. So all this talk about sedition and all this, anyone who is a socialist, anyone who is a communist in our society, in order to enact those beliefs and to set up that system, the way you would have to do that is you would have to rip up the American Constitution. The United States Constitution would have to be shredded. The Bill of Rights would have to be shredded. Our amendments shredded. The free market system gone. You cannot enact socialism or communism without first overthrowing the United States and tearing up our whole Constitution. So... Yes, communism and socialism are sedition in the United States. And anyone who is a socialist and or a communist should not, should not be a viable candidate for office. Because they are anti-American by definition. By definition. So it, it, it's, it's sad to, to, to see that 
we have fallen so far. We used to put communists in jail. We used to put communists in prison. The communists used to come here and, and, and seek uh, uh, ways to overthrow the United States from within. They talked about it. Khrushchev talked about it. Hell, uh, Obama's father, his, his real dad, not the adopted Lolo Satoru guy, uh, was was among and had the same kind of thoughts. This is this is what he wanted. Hell, when Lolo Satoru, his adopted father, Barry's adopted dad, became more of a capitalist, his mom left, and he came back to the United States, where they introduced him to Franklin Marshall Davis. Mom got sick, grandparents took over, and they wanted him raised right. They wanted him to be raised like a good little communist. So they got him a communist mentor, wrote the American Communist. He was on the FBI watch list. He later befriends people like Jeremiah Wright and William Ayers. These are the people that are on that side of the aisle, folks. Did you hear him the other night? Larry Sinclair detailing smoking crack and having sex with Obama in the back of a car? These are the people on the Democratic side of the ticket. This is who they are. Not that show they put on in front of their... That, that, that arm of the government called the press who sit there and continue to push their bullshit right down your throat and tell you it's the truth. It's not the truth. Their character is flawed. This is a socialist, communist takeover from within, and the war is on right now. The revolution has begun, and it's just not being fought the way that you would think that a revolution should be fought. It's, we're not in the streets killing each other. We're on the news and social media and in workplaces telling people that if you post that, if you say that, if you don't get that shot, if you don't belong to this political party, if you speak out against this particular uh, lifestyle or thing, you can't keep your job. This is crazy. Land of the free, home of the brave, there are going to be consequences and there are going to be sacrifices that have to be made for us to get from A to B in this revolution. But folks, you have to be willing to make them. Because if not, you're just, you're just chicken shit. And your kids and your grandkids and so forth, they're going to feel the pain of your inaction. They're going to suffer because you were unwilling to do what so many others were willing to do to form the country to begin with. Remember, George Washington and those guys were considered to be treasonous traitors. And they would have been killed and hung or put in front of a firing squad if they didn't win the war. That's where we're at, folks. That's where we're at. You think it's just Trump they're going after? They're not going after Trump. They're coming after you and me. Trump's just in the way. He's in the way. If, if they are able to get, get away with, first of all, taking them off the ticket, I, I don't think that's a good idea. I don't. I don't. I think that's their worst nightmare coming true. Honest to God, I do. If they take him off the ticket, there are going to be people that are seriously upset, and they finally will, it'll finally dawn on them, hold up, wait. We're not free. It's all an illusion. They're lying to us, so we continue to go out and go to work and continually pay them and give them power and believe their lies. And push their agendas. Meanwhile, the people who are out there taking up for them, retelling their same lies, think that they're doing it 
in their in their cause is freedom. Meanwhile, they're advocating to put themselves in chains. They're pushing for it, and they don't realize it because they're idiots, useful idiots to the left, useful idiots to the left. That's what they are. Now, as a nation watches keenly, Mr. McCarthy underscores that this isn't about the political affiliations, but ensuring the integrity of public offices and preserving the trust that the American people absolutely should have in their government. So they are going to push all of his connections to Russia, Ukraine, and the likes. And they're going to paint this picture of Biden uh, during this impeachment inquiry, in which most likely will turn into an impeachment hearing. I don't know what the delay is. We're too close to him finishing his term, and we damn sure can't let that happen. He has to go down in shame. He shouldn't have survived this long. But we can finish strong. We can at least come out of it and say, America, we did something about it. We didn't let it stand. When we saw what he was and who he was, right and left didn't matter. Right and wrong did. And we got rid of him. That's the side of history you want to be on. Has nothing to do with left or right politics. Has everything to do with right and wrong. We don't jail our political opponents. We don't send agents into the Catholic Church to watch them and keep an eye and spy on them. We don't call parents domestic terrorists. We don't put pornography in our school libraries. We don't up in science and tell people that girls can be boys and boys can be girls. We definitely don't allow males to go into a woman locker room and shower next to your daughter without her permission. And if she says anything, she's shamed for it. Meanwhile, she's being oppressed, and she is the one forced to have to go to that school and stand next to that male and take a shower. People, where the hell are your heads? Get them out of your asses. This is nuts. This is nuts. It, 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 if we don't, and, and, and harshly and in fast, do something to turn this around and fix this, I, I don't know if we can. I don't know if we can. Can we survive four more years of a Democrat in office or running the House and Senate after what we've seen in the last four? Crack pipes going out to people, uh, 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 topless trans parties on the White House lawn, cocaine in the White House itself, grandkids getting money from China. I mean, if, if you don't get it by now, you don't want to. And if you don't want to, and you know the truth, but you still don't care, then you don't matter. We're just going to push past you. And then when we're finally where we should be, and the United States is recovering from the damage done by this idiot, the, 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 the focus is going to shift to you. Biden is just the first domino to fall. It leads through the entire Democratic Party and then right to Obama's doorstep. Yes, the man who could actually make foreign policy decisions. Because, remember, Biden couldn't. He was the vice president. So, you know, it, 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 it's not very hard to figure out who was pulling the strings and, most likely, who's probably still pulling the strings. You know, we, we wonder about all of this trans uh, agenda and the whole 
push of the LGBTQ agenda by this administration stronger than any before it. Before this, we were just simply saying, hey, treat everybody as a human, uh, uh, some decency and respect, and that we should all get along. Well, they took it a step further. I mean, uh, 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 Michelle Obama uh, put out a book about being a transgender and how to be a transgender or something to that nature. Uh, I, I had the book cover the other day. Here, let me see if I can, uh, I can find it. But it, it, it's really telling. It's, it's, it's really telling. So uh, here it is, I think. There it is. So Michelle Obama, transgender. And the book cover is here. And look at it. And this is the morality and the ethics of the people that you think should be running the world, running the country. Now, many people believe that Michelle is actually Michael. Now, I'm not going to get into that. I think it's funny at best. I don't know for sure. Um, however, that's the whole thing. We don't know for sure. There are no, there are no uh, uh, pictures of this woman pregnant or any of that. I say this woman because I don't know any different, and I don't want to disrespect based on a rumor. However, there are a lot of questionable things that people have asked over the years, they could just very easily and simply turn over such picture, proof, or whatever, and this whole thing would go away. But it hasn't, and it looks damn suspicious, to be, to be just completely honest, especially after the Larry Sinclair interview the other day, uh, in which I completely 100% believe the Larry Sinclair interview. Because the guy made himself look like absolute trash in the process of telling the story about uh, his little rendezvous with Obama. He didn't do it to get fame. Who would want to be famous for that? He told the whole story and made himself look asinine completely. He didn't do that for fame. Who wouldn't be famous for that? Who would want to get rich? How's he going to benefit from that? No, that guy did that because he didn't give a damn what you thought, and he told you the truth. Listen to this. Actual evidence do you have as opposed to allegations to show to the American public that would merit an actual impeachment inquiry of Joe Biden and prove that today wow. isn't just about some of you oh, I don't successfully know. bullied Speaker McCarthy for the sake of enacting political revenge. Uh, this isn't about political revenge. We have the bank accounts. We can see, ma'am, you can see that the homes that the Bidens own can't be afforded on a, on a congressional or Senate salary. You also understand that it's not normal for family members to receive millions of dollars from overseas interest. Those things aren't normal. That's not normal to have 20 cell, shell country, companies. These things are not normal, and it alludes to not only just widespread corruption, but money laundering, if not influence peddling itself. And we also have the president, the vice president at the time, on record saying that the prosecutor was fired. Well, son of a bitch, the prosecutor was fired, right? Because the prosecutor awesome. was going after the, the company Listen. that his son was working on. That's what we have. If you can't see that, if you are, if you are that blunt, look, I'll turn it over. So he essentially said, at the end there, because I didn't get the whole clip, he said, well, why don't people know about that? Because you're not reporting on it. And he called her out. But this is the same mantra they're going to be expected. It's going to be constantly over and over and over again. When the, the fact is we have more evidence against Joe Biden for corruption than we have ever had against any sitting member of Congress, Senate, or anyone who's ever held the, uh, the office of the White House. Anyone. There's more 
evidence of his corruption than any political figure that I have ever heard of in my entire life tied back to bank accounts, suspicious, suspicious activity reports, phone calls where he's detailing the scheme and telling on himself, and not to mention Hunter's laptop. And the fact that so many intelligence officers were willing to knowingly and willingly lie on behalf of this president. What the hell is going on in the American government, in the United States government? What's really going on? Are there any Americans left in there? Are there any real patriots left in there? Or do we just have this illusion of a free and constitutional republic? Because this is what I'm starting to believe now. I wouldn't have done, I, I wouldn't have gone so far in, 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 in thinking this, what I think, if the FBI, CIA, Secret Service, or somebody would have came out, came forward, and said, enough is enough. This is what's going on. And shut this man down. But he seems to have absolute control and power. So much so that these agencies are willing to fall on grenades for him. Meaning lie for him and take the blame and be accountable for things they absolutely know are his fault. Timothy Tebow, the FBI agent that ended up retiring early as a punishment. Oh no, full benefits in a pension, right? He retires. Even though he, he headed up the inquiry against Trump at the behest of Biden, pushing the dossier, pushing all of these things. Even Biden himself is on, on tape saying, push the Logan Act, trying to force people into uh, 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 basically admitting to things that they didn't do or, or blackmail them by saying that if they don't, they'll charge them for lying to the FBI. This is what they did. And they used that dossier, that fake information, that false information, knowingly and willingly took that to FISA court judges and got warrants that they used to ruin people's lives. And yet, heads haven't rolled. And I don't understand why. Steve Bannon, Roger Stone, and many more people. Many more people. And they did it in conjunction and working with the media. CNN was at Roger Stone's house before the FBI was. Come on, people. It's, they're not the media. They're not the press. They are an arm of the Democratic Party. They are the propaganda arm. And if we don't do something about it, that's going to be the thing that undoes us. It won't be an enemy. It won't be Russia, China, or anybody else that does the United States in. It will be the indoctrination and propaganda pushed out by our universities that are funded by China and the media that are telling people lies and shaping their worldview based on the details that they tell them, which are incomplete or incongruent at best, and lies, fallacies, and fantasies at worst. This is what we're dealing with, people. This is what we're dealing with. These are the same people. Remember, I just played for you at the beginning of this, Suzanne uh, Gibson uh, 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 putting out pornography on Chatterbait for tips, but wants to run for office as a Democrat. Uh, there was another Senate, uh, a guy running for Senate in New York, and I wish I remembered his name, but he, he uploaded some stuff to Pornhub. He didn't hide it either. He's like, this is what I did. I, I relate to you guys. Look what I did. I'm cool. I'm hip. I uploaded pornography. <laughs> this is what they think is going to get them votes. That's the crazy part about it, right? They, that guy thought that that would make him relatable to Democrats, that he would upload pornography and that would get him votes. This tells you what they think about the people who vote for them in their party. That's what they really think. 
It's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. Topless trans parties on the White House lawn, crack pipes, cocaine found in the White House. You know, it, 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 and then it, look at this. So uh, 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 men and women's sports, uh, uh, men and women's restrooms, and, and, and it just keeps going and keeps going. Listen to what John Kennedy reads. I'm telling the you, hold up, before, I, before I do this, before I play this, before I play this, I, I, I have a hard time listening to it myself. I'm telling you, I've heard the clip, and I have a very hard time sitting through it. Um, but he's reading to them right from books that are in the school library, and these Democrats that are standing in front of him, sitting in front of him, rather, are defending their position on this literature being there for your kids to see. If you have a child in the room or in the car, just be aware, they're getting ready to be some sexually graphic information read by John Kennedy, and... And it's only to edify you because I wouldn't promote this trash. But listen to what he says, and you'll understand exactly, once again, who these people are on the left. Who they really are, what they really believe and think and feel. What are their beliefs? This is what their beliefs are. Listen. On harness today. I can't wait to put it on you. I, I confess I'm a little confused, and I appreciate the argument that, that we've, or discussion that we've been having, but for me, it's a little too conceptual or, I don't know, metaphysical or theological or whatever you want to call it. I want to try to understand what you're asking us to do. Let's take two books that have been much discussed. Um, the first one is called all boys aren't blue, and I will quote from it. I put some lube on and got him on his knees, and I began to slide into him from behind. I pulled out of him and kissed him while he masturbated. He asked me to turn over while he slipped a condom on himself. This was my ass and I was struggling to imagine someone inside me. He got on top and slowly inserted himself into me. It was the worst pain I think I have ever felt in my life. Eventually, I felt a mix of pleasure with the pain." Close quote. All boys aren't blue. The second is a, a, another much discussed book. Um, I'm sure you're familiar with it. It's called Gender Queer. Okay. Let me read an excerpt from that. Quote, I got a new strap-on strap harness today. I can't wait to put it on you. It will fit my favorite dildo perfectly. All right, that's enough. I, I can't. <laughs> I can't. It gets much worse from there. Much worse from there. And this is their answer for it, right? So I call this clip dumbass gay answer of ignorance. This is, this is what they said. This is how they defend it. Listen. Running things, what would you do? All boys aren't blue. The scene you mentioned is about sexual abuse. I know what it's about. It's not What erotic. would you do in terms of making the books available? Would you say anybody can see them? Or they have to be in a special session? 
Students who do not read books like All Boys Aren't Blue cannot learn what is appropriate. I understand that. They cannot learn I understand, but none of you abuse. want to answer my question. You come here and you say censorship is bad, and of course it's bad. But the obvious response is, okay, you heard the books we're talking about. Okay, we're not talking about Catcher in the Rye. So tell me what you want, who gets to decide. And all I've heard is the librarians. And parents have nothing to do with it. And if that's your response, what planet did you just parachute in from? <laughs> parents, Senator. Or what country, more appropriately? This is not China. Parents, Senator, with all due respect, parents absolutely have a say. My parents were immigrants, came to this country. We never checked out books without our parents seeing what, what books we were reading. This is how they talk around the damn issue. My parents know what books I'm checking out, so it's okay if I check it out. Like, no, he asked them a very simple, basic question. I mean, remedial, really. Should these books be in a special section that there are age limits that have to be met, certain restrictions should apply to these books and who can and can't check them out or who can and can't see them based on the content of the books. It's, it's really basic, people, but they don't want that. They want to start indoctrinating as young as possible, and they do this with a straight face. The generation just before ours, where they fa if they were faced with this, I can't even finish that sentence, but you already know. You already know. And I, and I don't understand why these gutless people are able to do this now. Why in the hell are people that are in power, in situations, in schools, principals, vice principals, whoever it is, in any position of power across any, all the spectrum that govern these types of issues, why the hell aren't you people speaking out? I mean, I remember the uh, school board that was fired by the mayor. We really wasn't fired by the mayor. What happened was mayor goes in, sits down, uh, points out that they allowed pornography in the school library and tells them all, he says, uh, all of you need to resign, and if you don't, I spoke with a judge tonight who's going to allow me to push charges. No, you push charges anyway. You don't give people a, a, a get-out-of-jail-free card for putting pornography in a public school system for elementary kids. You prosecute. But no, it gives the appearance of him doing something to stand up for the kids and it gives him that boost for his political campaign. Meanwhile, he's done nothing to punish the people doing it. Oh, they lost their job. They go get a new job. They had no. They didn't have to answer for the crime. They should have all been charged. But they put on these shows, and they make you think that they're for the people. I made them resign. Yeah, you didn't do a damn thing. You didn't do a damn thing. Listen, they encourage us to Mr. Read books. Secretary, I understand this is good for your politics back home. It's got nothing to do with my not, politics. No, my bill of course is passed. It, my it bill has passed. everything to do with your I'm politics. Here, I'm here to But you does. came here with a problem, and I'm trying to understand the solution, and you don't have one. We solved the solution. Other than, we solved other the than, solution other in than to tell us that we don't agree with you, you're on the wrong, we'll be on the wrong side of history. We solved the problem in Illinois. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't let us indoctrinate your children, if you say something bad about it, if you stand up against us publicly, what we're going to do is we're going to shame you later and you'll be on the wrong side of history. Put me on the wrong side of history. Put me on the opposite side of the aisle from you. Put me opposing you in every way, shape, and form. If I agreed with you in the least, I would deserve hell. 
in the least. If I were for mutilating young children or forming their sexuality by uh, indoctrinating them in, in elementary school or hiding the fact that you're uh, uh, coaching or assisting and transitioning and in, in, in sexually affirming, uh, a gender affirming a child without their parents' knowledge or, or enticing a child to join a secret LGBTQ club ran by the teachers at your school because that happened. That happened. Or how about the fact that Youngkin had uh, to pardon a man in Virginia because that man went to a school board meeting to detail the fact that his daughter was raped by a male that went into the female restroom and identified as transgender. And the school tried to cover it up. And they locked him up for bringing light to it. And then when they sent the kid to a different school, the transgender kid, he did it again. He did it again. This is not a right or left issue, folks. This is a right and wrong issue. And we can't afford to be wrong. We can't afford it. Your kids can't afford it. The future of this country can't afford it. If we don't wake up, we won't have a country. And I know that's been said a lot of times, and it's been hyperbole. It's been a euphemism. But in fact, it's absolutely true in this, at this stage of the game, right now, at this, at this juncture in history, right now, if we don't wake the hell up and start fighting back and start taking a lot of the same action that the left has done to take it this far, if we don't take the same action to take it back, protesting, getting involved, being a part of the political campaign, getting signatures to overturn bills, bringing attention to the PTA meetings in your district, If you don't start shining a light on those things that you see in the society surrounding you, in your community, if you don't start fighting back, you no longer have the ability to complain about it. Because sitting in your house and complaining about it and doing nothing about it no longer flies. There is no more neutrality. There is no more independent, in the middle, none of that. You're either for this stuff or you're against it. But ignorance is compliance. It's absolutely compliance. What does it say? What did Dante say? Those who try to maintain neutrality in the face of moral crisis deserve the hottest place in hell or something to that nature. Well, I completely agree. That old chicken shit way of saying, well, I'm, 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 I don't, it doesn't apply to me. It doesn't matter to me. I just say to myself, I don't watch the news. I don't get involved. Uh, I don't want to tell anyone that I feel differently than they do. If someone has an opinion different to mine in a public place and they shout it, it's not in my place to correct them. All that's wrong. All of it. Anyone who says it's wrong and I disagree with you, vehemently. Because the reason why the left has made it as far as they have is because the silent majority stayed silent. And that's now over. It's over. The silent Majority being silent is done. It's a thing of the past. And you can call us radicals. You can call us anything you want. We're not going to shut up. We're not going to start believing it. Stop believing in our God. It's not going to happen. And we're not going to stop exposing you 
and fighting against every little action that you take trying to encroach upon our parental rights, our constitutional rights, like the New Mexico uh, governor trying to upend the Second Amendment just by fiat, just, hey, we're going to suspend. You can't suspend. <laughs> I remember, you know, when you come up in, in, in a professional world, a lot of people will tell you to uh, act like you, you, know, you belong. You know, go in with a certain... Uh, amount of uh, arrogance, almost, if you will, just, just, just kind of play the part, fake it till you make it. You know, these people that say this stuff, like they're gonna suspend the Second Amendment with a straight face. I bet you she was thinking, oh, they're just gonna listen because I said it, so they, they could, they'll probably think that I actually have the power to do that. I'm so glad the citizens in that state protested with their guns in tow. Basically telling her to stick that up her ass. It, it, <laughs> Folks, if we don't stand up, they're going to make us sit down and they're going to make us stay down. So, it's been great hanging out with you guys on this Wednesday. Have a great hump day. And if you like hanging out with us at the Patriots Player, do me a, a Patriots Prayer, rather, do me a favor and click that like, follow, subscribe button, leave us a comment, let us know what you think. Although we've seen the numbers tick, go way up. Our Spotify numbers way up. iHeart numbers way up. Rumble followers, subscription way up. We know that what we're saying is resonating with the conservative crowd. The Christian crowd. The people who just had enough. The people asking, am I the only one? You're not. You're not. So folks... Uh, do me a favor, the Patriots Prayer only exists at the behest of our listeners. Support us at your youronestopgiftshop.com. Go to the website, thepatriotsprayer.com. There's a donate link there if you can afford to help us out as we go out and fight for you, as we push these issues, as we go out and ask the real questions without nobody censoring us, no one's filtering us. You're going to get the truth. Um, I'll tell you this, we're actually uh, next going into the Lutheran and Methodist Church. I have gone and uh, attempted already to talk to factions at both, because I want them to under, tell me, tell me as a Christian why it's okay that you put LGBTQ people on the pulpit and why you think that has anything to do with Christ and why it's okay. Um, I am going around there, we're going to be live uh, we're going to do a live right from uh, the meeting hall. And we're going to ask the question. Now, the Bible states that everyone should have an answer for their faith. Let's see if they do. Let's see if they do. Let's see if they'll even comment. My bet is they won't. My bet is they won't. So, guys, as usual, the silent majority, you need to stop being silent and stand your ground. We'll see you next time on the Patriots Prayer Podcast. You guys have a great week. We'll see you Friday.